Hey everybody. This is House of Hope podcast series, presented by Gotham and House of Hope. Today's topic is Victory Month, Prayer for Chosen Generation. Our speaker today is Deacon Olugbenga Atalola. We will not forget our maker because we are his temple. Amen. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we thank you for a time to come into your presence this morning. Thank you because this is the day that you have made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for your word that you have set forth ahead of us. We pray, O Lord, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will be glorified, and we as your people will be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to day 20 of our Victory Month Prayer and Fasting. Amen. Our theme this year is Let There Be Light, Love, and Holiness in This Mission. And so it will be. Amen. So today is one of the, I call it special days for our Victory Month Prayer and Fasting. It's the day that we dedicate to praying for the Chosen Generation Ministry, or as I like to say, a day that the Chosen Generation Ministry prays for itself. and the focus is government NA, youth, college students, and young professionals flee youthful lusts and pursue godly righteousness. Uh, in government North America, for those who may not know, the Chosen Generation Ministry is the youth, college student, uh, and young professionals ministry, or youth and young adults ministry in government North America. And that makes us a little bit unique. So what we're praying for today is people who are youth, those are middle school and high school students, college students, and young professionals, those are working age, young adults from about 22 to about 35. Amen. So let's go into our main text. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 2, and it's verses 20 through 23. And I read, it says, the word of God says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes knowing that they generate strife. Amen. And I read here, uh, our text says, um, someone defines loss from a Christian perspective as, quote, an intense desire for anything that would not improve man's cordial relationship with God Almighty. Usually, the loss that is not controlled leads to sin. End quote. Um. And what is this saying? It's saying here that there's always going to be desires, there's always going to be lust. But the question is, you have two choices, right? You can either quench them or you can feel, you can feel those lusts. And it says, therefore, youthful lusts are the types of intense desires that come because of the youthful status. It says the youth, the young people, usually want to do some things that are far beyond them because they are still agile and have natural abilities. Usually, most of these negative, intense desires lead to sin against God, such as unscriptural and wrong perspectives of sex, relationship, wealth, pleasure, power, and position. We know that the Word of God says in Proverbs 20, 29, it says that the glory of the young men is in their strength. And the splendor of old men is in their gray head. Uh, what is that saying to us? It's saying when we're talking about being young or being youthful, uh, like the, what we just read, it's about you relying more on your strength, on your ability versus wisdom. Older people rely more on their wisdom. Again, it's not discounting or disparaging people for being young or having energy. It just means that there's a tendency for you to not have much wisdom. Uh, Again, it doesn't mean that everybody who is old is wise, but what the scripture is telling us here is that when you are younger, you are more likely to be driven by how you feel, by your strength, and by the things that are around you. And that is why uh, it's a peculiar phase of life. I mean, the funny thing is that we talk about, you know, young people, but everybody here is either young or has been young at one time. So we're not talking about things that are alien to uh, a certain group of people or other people do not understand. Uh, going on into our text, uh, the world system, the founding of loss, right? 
It says, the sinful lusts with, within us are incited by the world. Um, I often say that the world is a petri dish or petri dish for, uh, for growing or for growing sin, right? The only thing that is keeping this world the way it is today is the presence of God. Once you remove the presence of God on this earth, the earth becomes completely decadent. So it's only the light of God that is holding us together. This, the world is a, is a petri dish. If you, you know, if you remove God from this world, things will happen and they just probably will take 24 hours before the world goes into destruction. So we thank the Lord for the fact that the presence of God is here on earth in presence of the church. Amen. It says the world is a system devised by Satan that has only one aim, to draw us away from God and to damage us. The world is increasingly persistent with this endless stream of sinful and unclean things to view and to participate in. I mean, it's pretty easy. You don't really have to search for sin these days. It comes to you. Um, and modern technology makes it easy for young people, especially, right? With our modern devices, our phones, our cell phones, everything is just, you know, right at our, right at our, right at our uh, fingertips. And it says to gratify loss by a quick tap on their phone or a quick click on your computer. Diverse distractions or attractions of the world are designed to stir sinful lust and they tempt us all day. And the young people are more affected. Perhaps more than ever before in human history, we must recognize the danger of lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, and I'll add to it, and to the pride of life. The blue command is to flee and not run away or walk, or to resist or to defeat lust with strong faith. If God believed that strong faith can help us to resist loss, then he would have said it. But he says that we should flee because those things will consume us. Uh, Romans 13, 14, it says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its loss. To flee is a stronger word than to run. To flee means to escape, means something is trying to get a hold of you and you're trying to run away. Um, from a place of danger. It says, when you notice an appearance of evil or anything that you know will lead you into sinning against God, you don't just need to walk away or merely run, you must flee. And youthful lusts are certainly like a raging fire that we must run away from. And we're going to talk about a call to sanctification. Um, and I was talking with my sister earlier this week and we're talking about uh, a teenager of one of our common friends and you know we're saying that what sometimes young people don't understand is that while the actors may be different the language may be different may be a different location or a different scene the things that young people are um experiencing today are things that we've all experienced in some shape or form the actors may be different but the principles are the same. Devil hasn't really changed in what he does. He may be more amplified than ever before, but at the end of the day, it's really all the same. If you look at God's word, amen. So God is calling us to sanctification. He says, or the, or the word says, to flee youthful lust and follow godly righteousness is a call to sanctification. Implying a life of holiness, consecration, separation from the world, and setting apart oneself from sin in order to have close fellowship with God and to serve him. Our youth, students, and young professionals must know that God calls us to live differently from the world, to take sin seriously, and to rid our lives of it. We need to eliminate everything that competes with our allegiance to God and resolve to giving him nothing less than our whole hearts. As you know, the minister of God was, was leading this morning uh, and was seconded by the other minister of God who read, took us through the Bible. God is looking for us to love him. And that's where everything draws from. It's our love for him that makes us to set our lives apart, to consecrate ourselves and to reverence him. It says, we need to live in such a way that we can please the Lord and be used, for, and be used by him 
free from impurities and from sin, doing this will make our youth, students, and young professionals noble vessels of honor before God and before men. So there are some implications here, right? It says um, behavior that is dishonorable, we need to be cleansed from behavior that is dishonorable and unrighteous. And there's some examples and some scriptures here. Uh, I'm just going to read some of them. So 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Do you not know that the righteous, so that the unrighteous will not inherit, inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor, rele- nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit of our God. The second implication of the things that we must be cleansed from are words that are corruptible and dirty. Romans 12.2 says, um, And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Third implication of things we need to be cleansed from are, I mean, it's almost similar to the second one, but that is talk that is unclean and that is contaminating, right? Colossians 3.8 says, and I read, but now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth, Psalm 1914 says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. The fourth implication of the things we need to be cleansed from are teaching or is teaching that is false and that is cancerous. A particular scripture that comes to mind is 2 Timothy 4 verses 2 to 4. Um, It says, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with long suffering and teaching for the time will come and actually has come when they would not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap for themselves or they actually have already teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside unto fables. If you look at, king, uh, at the kingdom of God, unfortunately, but it is, again, it's, the, the apostasy has been, has been foretold, it is happening, right? We flock to, some people flock to places where they want to hear, they want to be validated in their sinful lifestyle, they want to be validated in their beliefs, or their, rather their unbeliefs, but that is what scripture is telling us. And the danger about, and we thank God for this house where the word of God comes, the danger about turning your ears away from the word of God, and it's one of our prayers for House of Hope, is that, what you're doing is, might be an active thing. You make a decision, but the point of it is that once you turn your, your ears away from the word of God, someone is waiting to turn you to fables, which is why it is dangerous for us to hear God's word and not align ourselves or align our hearts with that. Amen. Um, so it says here that the personal cleansing begins with the heeding the command, flee useful, youthful lust. To be more specific, we should, I'm going to list all of them out. Flee sexual immoralities, lust of the flesh. Um, the word of God says that we should flee sexual immorality uh, because all the sins are outside of the body. But this is, uh, this, this is, every sin a man does is outside of the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Flee the use of the eyes or the ungodly use of the eyes, the lust of the eye. The things you watch can penetrate down into your soul and spirit. Therefore, watch what you watch. Philippians 4, 8 says, meditate on these things. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, that are noble, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are good reports, if there's any virtue, meditate on these things. Flee bad companies. Bad company will corrupt good manners and Christian values. Show yourself Show me your friend, and I'll tell you who you are. First Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived, evil company corrupts good habits. 
ungodly relationships. Second Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness. Flee the lusts of power, recognition, and fame. I call this the pride of life. These lusts will go together with the abuse of power, with corruption, and greed for material gains, rivalry, envy, and jealousy. And then finally it says here, free every other lust, such as the lust for vengeance, the lust for position, the lust for money, and so on, and so on. So before we begin to pray here, uh, it talks about sustaining sanctification. The point here is that it's not just enough for us to flee away from sin, we need to draw towards God. That's where we find our sustenance. Because if you're trying to flee from lust or from sin, and you're not drawing towards God, what is your, where is your energy coming from? Where's your reference point? At that point, you're just practicing religion. You're practicing what the word or what is termed humanism. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be better than the other person. But the standard is and has always been Christ Jesus. Therefore, we draw to him because he's the one who has saved us and he's the one who has sanctified us. So to sustain sanctification, every young person is called to pursue righteousness. Faith, charity, and peace, we must be eager to do what is right, what God requires of us, and to do everything possible to love others and live in peace with all people. What to pursue after fleeing lustful, uh, youthful lust include? We must pursue righteousness, being right before God and men, it means to run away from our natural or sinful desires to turn to Christ and his perfect and righteous ways. We must pursue faith. This is loyalty and reliability that come from trust in God. We must pursue love. This means a resolute determination to put away every bitterness and desire for vengeance to seek the highest good of others no matter what they do. Fourth, we must pursue peace. This means the right relationship of loving fellowship with God and with men. And finally, we must pursue fellowship. This is the deliberate determination to remain in the company of those who call upon the Lord in truth and in holiness, not in feelings or in emotion. Love must follow truth and truth must follow love. They must, we must find our strength and joy in the sweet fellowship of other believers. Amen. So we're going into a time of prayer, and if you, you, know, you can stand up, you can sit down. The most important thing is that we uh, open our mouths and we pray. Um, like I said, anywhere where you see youth in the text, it's referring to the Children's Generation Ministry, which is youth, college students, and young professionals. So let us pray. Prayer point number one. Let us jointly thank God on behalf of the Chosen Generation Ministry, for all of the youth, the college students, and the young professionals of Government North America, for God's mercy, protection, and preservation over our lives, as well as this for the salvation of all that are born again, both old and young. Let's begin to thank our Lord. Lord, we thank you this morning for the Chosen Generation Ministry. You are the one who has called us. You are the one who has sustained us. It is of your mercy alone. It is not of anything. It's not of us who wills, Lord. It's of your mercy. It is of your grace. Thank you, Lord, for every single life, for the people who are, who are in middle school, in high school, in college, in work professionals. We thank you for every single life in the Chosen Generation Ministry, O oh Lord, for your mercy and your protection, O oh Lord. It is of you alone. It is of you alone. To you alone belong all the glory. We thank you for your love loving kindness over us, over this mission, over, over, our, over every member, over our leaders. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. It says 
and again, like I said, right, I know it's a day for praying for the children's generation ministry, but I would like to believe that the children's generation ministry will be the ones who are most passionate about these prayers because they apply to us directly. So it says, let's passionately cry to the Lord for mercy, for the salvation of everyone that is not yet born again. Um, was a prayer that we had, I'm not sure what day it was, about having the passion to intercede and that God would give us that grace. So let us begin to pray, right? It's, it's interesting, just like it's not everybody that comes into the four walls of the church that is saved. It's not everybody that is a member of the church generation ministry that is necessarily saved. So let us cry to the Lord, let us intercede uh, for mercy, for salvation for everyone who is not yet a believer. Let us begin to pray. Lord, we lift up every life of every CG member who is not who has not yet known you, O oh Lord, that they will come to the fullness of the knowledge and understanding and acceptance of our Lord Jesus Christ, of you as our Lord and our Savior, O oh Lord. They will not just run through this ministry, O oh Lord. Uh, they will not just run through this ministry, O oh Lord, but that they will be transformed by an encounter with you, Jesus Christ that they will encounter you. They will encounter you personally. <laughs> We oh Lord, you will encounter them. You will capture their hearts. Father Lord, you will capture their hearts in the name of Jesus. You will capture every heart. Your light will shine into every stony heart. Into every in Jesus' name. The second part of that prayer point, we're still on prayer point number two. Uh, the second part of the prayer points, uh, pray, we're going to pray for restoration of those who may have lost their ways, who are backsliders amongst our CG members. Let us begin to pray. Well, Lord, we thank you, oh Lord. We, we commit every CG member, every generation member, uh, who may have lost their way. For whatever reason, oh Lord, you would order their steps back into the knowledge of you. Oh Lord, they will come back into your presence. They will, they will, they will understand your loving kindness is forever. Uh, that they will be drawn back to you, oh Lord. You will draw them back unto you, whichever way they may have gone, no matter how far they've gone. That they will recognize your love for them. That they recognize your love for them. And you will restore them. And you will bring them back unto restoration. In Jesus' name. Uh, our third prayer point says, Father, by your mighty hand of mercy, keep all our youth, college students, and young professionals from falling into sins. Not sins in general. I know it says sins of youthful loss, but sins as a whole and the seductions of the flesh. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you will keep every young person in the children's generation ministry, oh Lord. Uh, keep them away, oh Lord. Let there be a shield around them from every form of, 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 of attraction, from every attraction, from every from every attraction of the flesh. Mikiri 
Nekirina masunda karari boskomere da basanta kari. Nekirina masunda karari na mama kare masunda kara. Mikirina mama karo sunda kari. Mirira mama karo sunda kaba. Lord, we ask, oh Lord, oh Lord, you will keep every one of us, keep every one of us away from from these temptations, from akulo na mama karo mama bas, from these attractions. Mirikina mama karo masunda kari. Mirikina na mama karo na mama kana mosa. Mirikena na mama kana masunda ri baba. Riba makaro sundere baba kana masundere. Mirikiri bara makoro na mama kana basunda kana ba. Nekiri na mama kana sundere ba shanda kira ba. Nekiri na makaro sunda kana basanda kira. Brano sundere baba kana mosa. Brano sundere na mama kana sundere. Birikiri na mama kana mama sundere. Biridere mama kana sundere. Branda na makoro ri branda mama kana sundere. Biskene na masunda kala ri baba. Mirikira na mama kana sundere baba. Renda na makoro ri bara masunda kira baba. Birikene na mama kana sundere la basanda kira baba. name. Uh, our fourth prayer point says, Father, deliver all our youth, college students, young professionals from every trap and snare of the enemy, that they shall not conform to the world's view, standard, and allurements. Let us pray. O oh Lord, we ask, O oh Lord, that we as the chosen generation ministry, O oh Lord, uh, you deliver us from every uh, ensnarement, every setup, every trap that may be set for us in school, at the workplace, whatever it is that we go on, or whatever, whatever setup, we are delivered from all those things in the name of Jesus. We uh, didn't from every worldview, from every standard, from everything that stands in opposition, that stands against you, that stands against your word, that stands against our identity and our calling. Uh, we come against those traps in the name of Jesus. We come against uh, those setups in the name of Jesus. We choose uh, to renew our minds. We choose to renew our minds and not to be conformed to the standards of this world. We choose not to conform to the standards of this world. We will not be conformed to the systems of this world, oh Lord. We choose to align ourselves with your word, with the kingdom with you we are we, we're pledging allegiance to you lord we pledge our allegiance to you in jesus name our fifth prayer point uh, it says father quenched by the holy ghost fire all the intense desires produced by youthful lusts in the hearts of government uh, North America's youth, college students, and young professionals. Uh, it's an interesting thing that Jesus Christ said in, in, uh, in the Bible that you know, the devil has come to him and has found nothing of his inside of, our, inside of him. And it's the same principle that applies today. It is what is on the inside of us that can be tempted or can be drawn out. So we're going to pray. We're going to ask that the Lord will, Holy Spirit is the one that searches all things, searches the deep things that we're going to ask him to come and search our hearts and the hearts of all of us, uh, of city members, to, 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 to draw our attention to those things that may ensnare us or those things that may capture our hearts and that we'll be willing to ask the Holy Spirit to deliver us from those things. Let us begin to pray. Nekida na mama kana masunda re baba. Renta na mama kana masunda kari baba. Renta re mama karu masunda kari baba masunda kari. Mini kana masunda kari mama masunda kari. Nekanari mama kara masunda. Merekida mama masunda kari le baba masunda kari. Biri kana masunda kara masunda kari. Biri kana masunda kari le mama karu masunda kari. Biri kiri le masunda kari mama. Renta na mama kano masunda re. Nekiri na mama karu masunda kara baba. Nenda na mama karu masunda kari le masunda kashi na baba. Nekida mama masunda in Jesus name uh, our sixth prayer point says uh, father help all government North America youth college students and young professionals not to underrate or estimate the power of the world with its endless stream of sinful and unclean and unclean things but to possess strong determination not to love the world but to love Christ Amen. 
but to love Christ. Let us begin to pray. Oh Lord, we pray, oh Lord, for every young person, oh Lord, that our love will be for you. That our love will be for you. That our love will be for you, oh Lord. We would not underestimate the influence of the world. We would not underestimate the influence of the world. We will obey your commands to flee. We will obey your commands to flee. We will not be impressed. We will not think that we are anything of ourselves, oh Lord, but we will choose to abide in you, to abide in you, Lord, to abide in Christ, and to love you, O oh Lord, with everything that we have, with all our heart, with all our minds, in the name of Jesus. We will name. We will not think that we, we, we can overcome the world by our own intelligence. No, but by the covenant, but by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Prayer point number seven. God forbid North America youth, college students, young professionals. Hear the word of the Lord. Flee all youthful loss and henceforth. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its loss in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to speak that. Uh, oh Lord, we say, oh Lord, uh, the chosen generation ministry begin to receive the power to resist. To resist and to flee. All of these lusts, all of these things that are capturing our hearts. Karo Santa Ribrama, Karo Santa Caribama, Sunta Shandare, Ikalidimo Sunta Karama, Sunta Shin. In Jesus' name. Prayer point number eight, it says, Father, baptize all government North America, youth, college students, young professionals, with the unquenchable desire for a life of holiness, consecration, and separation from the world in order to have and sustain close fellowship with God in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you will enable by your grace the children generation ministry that we will have an unquenchable desire for setting ourselves apart, for consecration, oh Lord, away from the world, in order to sustain our fellowship with you, O oh Lord. We will set ourselves apart. We will choose to be different. We will choose to set ourselves apart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we will enable you, give us the grace. You will give us that grace to consecrate ourselves. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Prayer point number 10, it says, um, Father, by the power of your word and Holy Spirit, transform the hearts and minds of all youth, college students, your professionals, and make them conform on a daily basis to the image of Christ. Again, this is CG, let us pray for ourselves that God will give us that grace. Uh, God will give us the grace. God will give us that grace to be able to uh, to be align ourselves with God. Let us begin to pray. We choose, O oh Lord, to renew our minds. We choose to spend our time in your word. For that is where the transformation comes, O oh Lord. For that is where the transformation comes. We choose to be in your word. In the name of Jesus. says that you know there's an active part that we have to play which is renewing our minds that is where the transformation comes so let us pray for the CG ministry that we will choose to spend time in the word to renew our minds because that's where the place of transformation happens so let's begin to pray oh lord we ask oh lord, that you give us the grace to spend time in your word oh lord so that we can renew our minds that we can renew our minds oh lord in fellowship with you oh lord and with you oh lord help us to abide with you oh lord help us to abide in your word but that is where the transformation happens oh lord let us do that oh lord we keep asking for the grace for every CG member from young to old to intermediate whatever it is oh lord every single one of us give us the grace to abide in your word in the name of jesus 
us the grace to value your word, to place value on the word that has been given to us, Lord. Jesus name our 11th prayer point says father make all government North America youth college students your professionals strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so that we will be able to stand against all temptations and deceptions of the enemy in the name of Jesus oh Lord give us the grace oh Lord to abide with you oh Lord let us receive strength let us receive strength in our spirit man in our spirit man help us to receive strength oh Lord in our spirit man oh Lord that we will be strong in the in the in your power and in your might. In the power of your might, O oh Lord. We will draw our strength from you. Not from anything of ourselves. But we will draw our strength from you, O oh Lord. Our strength comes from you, O oh Lord, and from you alone. Not from anything else. In the name of Jesus. says, Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, give all government North America youth college students, your professionals, permanent victory over loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, and the pride of life. And that comes from a sustained relationship and fellowship with God. So we're going to ask the Lord to give us the grace to have a sustained fellowship with our, with our God and with the Holy Spirit so that we may be able to permanently have victory over all of these, over the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, and the pride of Let's begin to pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray that we will have a sustained, uh, a sustained desire, a sustained thirst for righteousness. Give us a sustained thirst for righteousness. Give us a sustained thirst for righteousness, Lord. Give us a sustained thirst for righteousness. Give us a sustained thirst for righteousness that we may, that we may abide in you, that our victory will be consistent, that we will not have highs and lows. We will have consistency, consistency with you, Lord. We will have consistency with you, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Um, our 13th prayer point. Uh, this is us standing in the gap interceding for um, the government of North America, you coalition as young professionals. We declare that none of the chosen generation ministry will be a tool in the hands of the devil. None of the chosen generation ministry shall be a tool in the hands of the devil. We consecrate them by the blood of Jesus Christ for total victory. Let's begin to pray. Oh Lord, no member of the chosen generation ministry, oh Lord, shall be an instrument for the powers of darkness. None shall be an instrument for the powers of darkness. None shall be an instrument for the powers of darkness. We shall be instruments for light. We shall be instruments for righteousness. We shall be instruments for holiness. We shall be instruments for the furtherance of the gospel. We shall be instruments for furthering the gospel. In the name of Jesus, we shall be instruments for furthering the gospel. We shall be instruments for furthering the gospel. In Jesus' name. 
Prayer point number 14. Father, let as many of the government North America youth, college students, young professionals whose destinies are at the edge of destruction due to whatever decisions that they have made to follow lost be totally delivered in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, we remove everybody who may be found in any kind of setup, any kind of situation or circumstance. They are delivered today by the authority in the name of Jesus. By the authority in the name of Jesus. We speak deliverance to their health. We speak deliverance to their situations, to their circumstances. We speak deliverance to whatever situation they're in. In the name of Jesus, we speak deliverance. Let them be delivered by the power and the authority. In the name of Jesus, every siege member, you are delivered. Amen. In Jesus' name. So for the last prayer point, the instruction is that all the youth college students, your professionals should come before the altar. So if you're a CG member, let's come out. I'm already standing here, so you're just joining me. So this is for me as well. So let's come out to the altar. If you're a CG member, let's come to the altar. here as a member of the CG ministry as well so don't think it's us calling you out I'm already out someone's asking you to join me amen so we're going to make these confessions and just so that we're not just doing this in a um, ceremonial or religious is it's good for us to have understanding uh, the reason why we do things like this is to come forth boldly to testify of our allegiance to to our God and Part of consecration means you're standing out for God. And as we learned at our takeover conference last year, holiness means setting ourselves apart for a particular purpose. In this case, it's for what God has called us to do. And if you were a part of the conference last year, you're sensitive to what God is doing. We are in a new season. And what the Lord has said concerning this ministry is that he's calling us as remnants. He's calling us as remnants in this time where the world is getting darker. It's going to continue to get darker. The world is not going to get lighter. It's going to continue to get darker. Like the minister of God was ministering, God is going to test our faithfulness to him in all these things that are happening. He's going to test your faithfulness, whether you're in school, whether you're in the workplace, wherever you find yourself, you are God's representative. You are the remnant that God has set apart for this particular time, for this particular purpose. You could have been born in the 1800s, but God chose that you would be born in this day and in this age because there is a destiny that God has for every one of you. There is a purpose that God has set for every single one of you, and it must be fulfilled. But you have to make that uh, effort to set yourself apart. Just like we have baptism and we come and we have a, a public declaration, it's so that when temptations or situations come, you'll be reminded that, well, I, had, I came out and I made this confession to my God. It's, it, is to, it is to build your faith, to have a reference point to say, I came out and I made these confessions. I cannot go back to what I used to do. For some of you, this is going to be a point of deliverance. For some of the things that you may have been experiencing, you're going to leave here and God is going to, you're going to have a, an, an encounter with God and God is going to tell you that there's some things you cannot just go back to because you are his remnants. And he has called you for consecration. He's called you for great and mighty works. So we're not just saying these things ceremoniously or out of religion. This is something that should come from your heart. And if it's something that you, know, you need to settle with God, settle it with him. But the point is that you are here at this particular time for a particular purpose that God has called you for. And you need to key into those things. You need to make that determination in 2024 that I'm going to step in the fullness of my calling and my identity as a child of God. 
Amen. So the first prayer point, first confession, we're all going to say this together. Um, confession means that we say it and you will see it on the screen. Confession number one, let's read. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my Father, I flee youthful lusts and I follow righteousness, faith, love, and peace of God out of a pure heart in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Second declaration, it says, I declare I am born again, redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus, and I belong to the Lord. My heart, my soul belongs to him. All that I am and all that I have belongs to him. My focus and my passion will continually be upon him, loving him, serving him, and pleasing him to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. A third declaration, from today, I receive grace and the Holy Spirit's enablement to be rooted, grounded, settled, and established in my love for Christ and in my relationship with Him. Therefore, I refuse to keep company or fellowship with those who would influence me to sin against God. In Jesus' name, amen. The fourth. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it is not I that live, but Christ that lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live it by the faith, power, strength, and comfort of the Son of God, who loves me and gave his life for me. In Jesus' name, amen. And finally, Father, I take possession of my mind by your spirit, and I sanctify my heart with the blood of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I come against every feeling of loss in my life. Henceforth, my body is presented to you as a holy sacrifice for your indwelling in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may go back to your seats. Amen. And as they do that, uh, we're going to transition into our special evangelism prayer for the day in our house of prayers. Amen. 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 Our special evangelism prayer for today is, Oh Lord, bring to salvation in the large numbers young people both boys, girls, all over your assemblies, districts and regions, uh, from every state, from every local government area in North America, from destructive lives and evil confidence to the kingdom of God through our crusades, through our interactions, to our spheres of influence in our workplace, in our schools, wherever we find ourselves, we are the instruments of doing these things. Let's begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, that you will bring to salvation, that let there be a, a, rising, a rising up of young people who are passionate, who are being delivered from the powers of darkness into your marvelous light. In the name of Jesus, uh, in this country, O oh Lord, we will find uh, again a revival amongst young people for you. There is deliverance. You are delivering young people from addictions. You are delivering them from every chain, from every shackle. We take authority over every spirit of deception that is operating in these spheres. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let the light of God shine into these hearts. Help us to be instrumental, Lord, in our own spheres of influence. In the name of Jesus, to bring people into the knowledge of Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, we're going to House of Hope Prayers. Uh, we're going to pray these prayers mostly um, prophetically before we transition to our, our next uh, section. So the very first one. Um, we declare that Lord, and let's read it together. Lord, we receive the grace to reverence you for every member and minister of House of Hope. We banish irreverence in all shapes and forms in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's begin to just lift our hearts to the Lord. We know where we are. We know where God wants us to be. He knows where he wants us to be. He knows where he wants us to be. 
every one of us Lord we shall love you and reverence you in this season and ahead like never before in the name of Jesus like never before you will help us from the littlest to the greatest to the oldest to the youngest this shall be our testimony in Jesus name amen let's read the second one again we're, we're praying this prophetically um, Lord we pray and we know that no one in the house of hope would doubt God's love by remaining in sin despite his provision for our salvation we pray that all shall be born again we pray that no one will pass through the house of hope and go to hell where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched in Jesus name amen number three we're going to speak this prophetically together Lord we pray that no member and minister in the house of hope will doubt God's love by sinning willfully after knowing the truth none shall make the practice of sin trampling the son of God underfoot counting the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulting the spirit of grace as he has said we shall be righteous in the house of hope in Jesus name amen number four Lord we pray that no member and minister in the house of hope will doubt God's love by focusing on their need instead of his provision for them in Christ we receive the grace and discipline not to allow our needs to block our spiritual insight and darken our understanding we shall trust in God's love no matter what comes our way amen number five Lord give me the grace to see where you have done on my behalf what you're doing and what you would do so that I will not stop asking unnecessary questions so that I will stop asking unnecessary questions and nurturing vain ambitions let me not waste my years on things that are not necessary to your purpose for me in Jesus name amen Lord we overcome by the spirit of the cultural delay in our young ones the Kairos moment has come Bless our sons with virtuous ladies and our daughters with faithful men. Help our sons and daughters make themselves marriageable by working on their character as believers. There is supernatural connection for all our marriageable singles in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you're in the Washington, D.C. region, visit in person at our address. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us in our social media. God bless you.